Welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly, hour number two here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's a new segment, which means it's time for a new word. And Josh, since you said it, we will go to the Jays. By the way, if you're just joining us, you'll say, Joe, what the heck are you talking about? Uh, yesterday, I bought this book, 1,200 Words You Should Know to Sound Smart. And so far, we've read two of them. We're not making note of it, so I don't remember what the two were. Uh, iteration. Ah. And one was Endemic, but we already knew that no, one. No, Endemic we knew. Yeah, but I don't remember the other one. Yeah. It was another E, though, I believe. It's a, I, no, no. Oh, it was, a, it, it was an I. It was an I, but it was like a five-letter I, and I was like, oh, you could use that for Wordle. Yeah. But I don't remember what it was. All right. Well, we're going to go now with the J's, because as Josh said, Joe and Josh, let's do a J word here, and we will go... Well, okay. What journeyman and juggernaut? We know that, so we, we can't we can't go with that word. How about um? Let's see here. Uh, how <laughs> juxtaposition? Oh, I I mean I've never used it, but I know the word. The observation of the differences between two items being compared side by side. J u x t a p o s i t i o n. I never knew that's what it stood for. Well, I just I just knew the word, and I thought it was a funny-sounding word. Well, there you go. And huh. now we have three, and we have our J. So now we have three, and we'll do another one next segment. We're talking about driving. Uh, we heard Mazarowski talk about it on BMAZ and Beamer. David talk a little bit about it. And I wanted in on the fun, um, and I have so many drive. Anytime driving comes up, I told this to um, I told this to Tim Winger. I said anytime driving is in the news or driving can be a topic, I will bring it up because I had a decade period where I was an awful driver and I do a lot of driving. So this is something that I see regularly. I do a lot of road trips. I drive as my second job. I do a lot of driving. Um, so this is something I like talking about. So I wanted to know from you at 803-0930, what are some of the worst things you've seen on the road or maybe some of the worst things you've been guilty of. You know, when did you mature as a driver? Maybe you haven't matured as a driver yet. And what is your rule? Um, you know, you heard David talk about uh, this new uh, technology that can detect drunk drivers, right? And my my question to you is, what is your rule? When going out and having a few adult beverages, what is your cutoff rule? Do you leave the car at home? What is your rule to to not? And, and again, there, there's been points, and I'm sure in a lot of people's lives, where you know we were idiots. But what do you do now to make sure you don't? You're not urged to get behind the wheel after too many. What is what is your rule? What is the is it? Leave the car at home and, you know, Uber everywhere. Is it have a designated driver? Maybe you and your significant other go out and you say, hey, you know, this is, you have fun tonight. I'm just going to have, you know, one or two. What is your rule? 803-0930, star 930. And do you use your horn? Because Jim Ryan joined uh, Brian and Susan this morning and talked about uh, drivers and the worst drivers, the 
I, they didn't say road rage. I want to make sure I, uh, I word this correctly. Jim Ryan was on to talk about the road rage report. Yes, I, I did word it correctly. And uh, the ranking on that report, I'm sorry, as someone who has lived in New York State, driven through a lot of the states on the east side of the state, of the country, and has walked through New York and observed New York driving down in the city. Um, Utah, I, I just don't, I don't know about Utah. Never been to Utah. But I know drivers in this state, and I think New York State's a lot higher on the list uh, than the U.S. road rage report say. But they also mentioned horns and getting honked at. So I did a little test, and I stole this from a 2020 ABC years ago. Years ago, when I was a kid, uh, Friday nights were the nights my parents let us stay up late. And we would watch TGIF with Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Step by Step, Full House, Family Matters. Not all at the same time, obviously, I'm talking about different years of TGIF. All those great shows, right? And then at 10 o'clock, 2020 would come on. You know, and part of that was John Stossel's Give Me a Break was a, was a popular feature on 2020 back in the 90s. Um, so, you know, I remember a lot of the Barbara Walters uh, 2020s from Friday night way back in the day. And one of the times they did a, uh, you know, how long can someone sit at a light in different cities before getting beeped at? So I thought, well, wait a minute. I'm going to talk about traveling. I'm going to talk about the road this afternoon, I'm going to just sit at a light until someone honks their horn at me on the way here. And so I did. And uh, so if that was you stuck behind a Honda Accord around 1215 going down Maple towards the station, so down Maple towards uh, the boulevard, then guess what? You might that might have been me. You were you were beeping it. And let me tell you this, Josh. Um, people don't have any patience. And you know what? I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah, I'm the same way. I will if I don't see your foot off that brake as soon as that thing goes green. I am laying on the horn. And so I think the longest I went was four seconds at Maple and Hopkins because I would be doing. All right, it's green. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. By that three Mississippi, you know, was going on. Maple Hopkins, I think I got to four Mississippi before someone honked their horn. See, now, when people do the obnoxious long honk after, like, oh, that's me. a really short period of time, that's when I get annoyed. But if you just give, like, a friendly little, like, beep, like, quick tap of the horn no, 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 no. after, like, a few seconds, like, sure. But if, a I mean, if you're... A friendly beep is if you see someone you know. Well... Yeah, but I am not laying off that horn until your foot is off the brake. Okay, and that's... then I, and then I might stay on the horn a few extra seconds just to get my point across. See, I run into it right over here when I'm coming, like turning left onto. I don't, I don't know the streets out here. I just, I just know where I turn. But it's right across from UB, like the light right there. Um, Flint. Yes. Sorry, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I just know where I turn. I got gotcha. you. And. I'm, I, I always run into this. If I'm not first in line to turn left, the person that's ahead of me just doesn't see the green arrow. Like, And I'm just sitting there like, come on, I'm literally 30 seconds away from work. Can you please go? Like, Just get out of my way. Like, It's so frustrating. I mean, every time 
every time I have seen someone sit at a light, except for that, I was just staring straight, just waiting, looking at it in my rearview mirror to see when this person's going to beep their horn, doing a little test. Uh, but usually if I have to lay on the horn, it's because the person's looking down. They're looking at their phone. They're sending a text at the light, which, by the way, thank you for doing it at the light and not while driving. But I'm in a hurry. I got to get to work. So I want to know from you, 803-0930, your experience is in the road, some of the worst driving you've seen, your use of the car horn. And I just, I think if you see something happening and don't lay on your horn, you are doing a disservice to the road. The horn is there for a reason. And if we're going to clean up the driving in Western New York, we've got to make sure people know, hey, get, get out of here. Lay on the horn. That's awful driving. Clean up your driving. Don't cut in front of me, please, on transit. 803-0930, star 930. And also, your experiences with getting asked to get out of the car. Have you gone through the drunk driver um, test? As I did in East Aurora and passed, by the way, because I was not drunk. Um, have you ever had to you know, do those tests, do the breathalyzer and all that? 803-0930, star 930. And when did you mature as a driver? Because I'm going to guess that a majority of the listeners, when they first got left alone with a car, had a little fun. And I don't mean donuts in the parking lot. That's not what I mean. I mean, you might have, you know, you know, when you hit the 90 for the first time. I'll, I'll never forget hitting the 90 for the first time in my mom's Ford Explorer, okay? And being able to just gun it down the 90. We all did that, right? We all had a time when we first, you know, because you went from having the driver's permit, the learner's permit, whatever the heck they call it, and you had to have someone in the car, and then you got your night license finally. You got the license. You can drive by yourself. Oh, no, first you got the license where you can drive by yourself during the day. Then you got the full license. And when you first got on the 290, the 90, and you got some room in front of you, you might have gone down a little more on that gas pedal than you should have, right? I'm not the only one. <laughs> now, I am the guy. I am the hypocrite because, you know, that was me 14 years ago. No. Oh, my gosh. Joe, you're 34, not 32. That was me 16 years ago. Yeah, but now I see someone just, you know, as John and Tanawanda said, tailgating me. You know, I'm like, all right, kid, slow it down. Come on. I'm going to get over. You can go. I get a little annoyed. But yeah, when I was 17, 18, and uh, I, my mom's Ford Explorer, and then I got my 98 Nissan Altima, one of my favorite cars of all time. I mean, that car was just amazing. I'd still be driving it. I'd still be driving it today if that car could still drive. It was, uh, it was an amazing car. It was an amazing car. And, you know, I'd be delivering pizzas for Lenovo, and I would get on the 290. Vroom. 803-0930. Star 930 is the number to get on. Tell me your experiences with, as, the, as Jim Ryan puts it, road rage. The U.S. road rage report is out. 
What have you seen on the roads? And also, what is your... How do I word this? What is your system? When you're going out to have, you know, a good time, enjoy yourself, do you leave the car at home? Do you take an Uber? If you're going with a group, does someone, you know, volunteer to not drink? How's that go? Uh, Let's go to Mike in Amherst. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. Hey there. Um, My rule for drinking is I stick to low-octane beer when I'm out, and when I have to pee, I stop drinking for the night. It has never failed me. Good system. Probably not the best system, but it works. So the first time you have and, uh, to go is is the cutoff. Yeah. Oh. That's that's when I stop drinking for the night. Do you switch Unless to I'm hanging out all day or something? Do you switch to water? Yeah, have a glass of water, one more glass of water, and then I'm out the door. Have you ever though, Mike? Because that's your system. But have you ever, even with that system, maybe felt that it wasn't the best idea and called an Uber? Or do, do you stand pretty uh pretty fair with that system? Yeah, I'm a pretty. I'm a pretty big guy and a pretty small bladder, so it, it's pretty good for me. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as the, the honking at an intersection, if my rule is if income, oncoming traffic is already through the intersection, that guy's still on his brake, I'm laying on my horn until he moves. Exactly. I, I love it. Now, do you notice, Mike, Now, you know, you're, in, you're in your car, you look in front, that person's still on their brake. Is it every time they're still breaking, they're looking down at their phone, if you can see them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can see them looking down. Yeah. I, I installed a louder horn just for that purpose. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Mike, I appreciate the call. Mike and Amherst opens a line for you, 803-0930. Have you ever gotten the person that you're on the horn and they're still breaking because they have to finish the text? Now, I don't know what you're texting, but if your car is newer than 2009, your car has Bluetooth. If what you're texting is that important, why don't you just call them on the Bluetooth? I, you know, I'm the kind of person, I, when I'm driving, I like talking. I mean, I like talking no matter what. Josh knows this because when we go to break, I'm still doing the show. Um, but, you know, I like to talk. If something is so important... I'll just call the person. I'm not going to hold up traffic with a text message. I'll call them. Hey, what's going on? Unless someone else. Now, this is the one thing. Maybe there's someone in the car that you don't want hearing your private conversations. That's when uh, your talk to text can get a little dicey because if your car, you can set your car to read you your messages. And then if someone's in the car and they're not supposed to hear that message. Oh, yeah. I've never had that happen. I was going to say, me either, Josh. What are you talking about? No, I'm just saying it it, it could get a little interesting there. But that's another thing is talk to text. You can just press a button on your phone and talk into your phone and it'll type it out. 100%. This isn't. You know, this isn't when we first got text messaging when I was in high school and it was the coolest thing and you could start doing AOL Instant Messenger from your car. You know, we have so much things that you can voice to text. You can call. You know, let me, can I just tell you something? The, 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 um, the youth of the nation, I hope you're listening. I hope you are tuned in right now. Talking is a lot more fun than texting, in my opinion. Verbalizing things, because in text... You can't, you know, you. it's difficult to be sarcastic unless the person you're texting really knows you because you could read sarcasm very differently than what the texter meant for it to be read. There's a key in, there's a key and peel uh, skit like that uh, where like the one guy's like, yeah, we can do whatever. Like, I don't really care. We can go out. We can stay in whatever. 
And then the guy on the other line's like, why is he being so so aggressive? Why is he not want to hang out and stuff? And then the other guy's like, yeah, it's whatever. And he goes, it's whatever. What is that supposed to mean? It's true. It's true. At 030930, star 930, your experiences with road rage, what you have seen from afar, how liberal or conservative are you with your horn? Are you the first time you see an infraction on that horn? Or do you not even know if your horn works? 8030930, what is your system when going out to have a good time and we should all be able to, you know, live it up, have fun? But how are you getting home safely? How are you making sure you don't have that urge to get behind the wheel? And we have a texter that has brought something up. And I want to ease this texter's fears. Because this texter says, Joe, you're not helping me feel better about my 16-year-old son driving alone. He is for sure the idiot teenager you're talking about. So what is your message to this texter? And to their son, my, my message would be, yes, uh, I know what it's like. We all know what it's like to be alone in the car finally, to be able to, to, be able to drive without anyone there. Uh, but, I mean, first off, you know, you go over the speed limit, you're going to get pulled over, you're going to get a ticket. But there is something worse that could happen. You got to be a smart driver. You have to be smart. You know, and like I said, I am fortunate. I made a lot of driving mistakes. I was fortunate to not get in any bad accidents. But you got to be smart. You can't be dumb. You can't go on the 90 and go 90 miles an hour. You just can't do it. You know, when I say open it up, when I say have a little fun, I don't mean, now I wasn't going 85. I wasn't going 95 on the 90. I was just going a little faster. But you got to be smart when driving. That goes for everybody. You got you to be smart. You, you, you've got to know the rules of the road. You got to be able to know what's going on around you. Because my parents always said this to me. And I think they were lying at one point, but I, I, I think they mean it when they say it now. My parents always say, I'm not concerned about you. I'm concerned about other drivers. And you just have to know when you get on the road and you don't have that that passenger in the seat next to you, that you are responsible to know what's going on 360, your car. Everything around your car, you have to know what's going on. You are responsible for what's going on. You've got to be quick, and you've got to be focused on the road. You can't be focused on talk, you know, texting. You can't be focused on all that. you got to be focused on the road. 803-0930, star 930, back after this. See the young man sitting in the old man's bar Waiting for his turn to die The cowboy kills the rock star And Friday night's gone too far The dim light hides the years on all the faded Drink it off your mind 
Sunday's my anniversary. So on Saturday, uh, I'm getting home Friday, if anyone was wondering what Joe Beamer's plans are for the next few days. Uh, getting home Friday. Uh, Saturday, going to the Goo Dolls, my wife and I, to celebrate our anniversary, which will be on Sunday. But funny story. So going to see the Goo Goo Dolls Saturday at, uh, at the arena. A year ago Saturday, the night before our wedding, Johnny Resnick was in the room next to us at the hotel we stayed at. So look at that. A year later, we'll see the Goo Goo Dolls in concert. Make a sign. Uh, well, I, I know certain people who will be, be backstage, and okay. uh, I right. might have them pass that note on for me. Uh, but I do want to thank um, the people here at Odyssey. I actually got tickets to work, so I want to thank everyone in uh, sales that made that happen. Uh, that is one of the many perks of working in radio. So looking forward to celebrating our anniversary this weekend. Also looking forward to giving you another word. Yes, another segment, another word out of the 1,200 words you should know to sound smart. And this segment's word is surfeit. S-U-R-F-E-I-T. Having too much of a good thing especially generous servings of food and drink. Uh, the quote is, a surfeit of the sweetest things, the deepest loathing to the stomach brings. That is from William Shakespeare. So surfeit, S-U-R-F-E-I-T, is this segment's word from Robert Bly's 1,200 words you should know to sound smart. So put that... Uh, put that one there for you. We are talking about driving and your experiences with road rage after Jim Ryan's report this morning with Hall of Famer Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski. Uh, the U.S. road rage report, Jim Ryan called in and talked about that. New York State, down on that list, which to me is just, I, I don't know, I, I you hear of all these surveys, you hear of all this stuff. I, you know, I'm sure some nice work went into it, but, you know, I've seen New York State throughout the state. I've seen New York City. Um, I, I don't, again, I don't know. Um, 803-0930, star 930. Is, <laughs> is the number. So asking for your experiences with road rage, some of the worst driving you've seen, what it took for you to mature as a driver. Another thing, we had a texter who, who texted in and said, you know, Joe, you're not making me feel much safer about my 16-year-old driving um, alone. And what did it take for you to mature as a driver? Did you, uh, <laughs> I should not look up at the text board when, uh, when I'm talking. Um, <laughs> well, uh, what did, what happened? What did you need? What was the advice you were given? You know, my parents put me through, you know, driver, uh, driver ed, uh, all that stuff, the, the extra classes, um, and, and, but, you know, again, it, it took a while for me to mature as a driver. And then what is your system when going out to have a good time, maybe a, a, more than a couple drinks, what is the, the system to get home safely so you don't have the urge of getting behind the wheel? 
803-0930, star 930. You know, Josh and I were talking about this during the break. And, you know, for for both of us, it, it's easy just to walk. You know, I mean, I walk outside my apartment. There are um, more than enough uh, places to have a few adult beverages. Uh, I mean, they closed one of my favorite in Brennan's. Um, but, you know, there are places to walk in a reasonable distance. And then there's no urge to get behind the wheel because you can walk home again safely. Be safe. Don't be an idiot. Uh, you can never say that stuff too many times. Uh, but what about you? 803-0930, star 930. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And then, yes, there's the horn. And how often do you use that horn? I said today, I drove down Maple and at every light. Now, I didn't hit every light at Maple. So, you know, maybe it would have been a better test if I did. But I hit, you know, a few lights driving from Maple to the station. And I got... A beep every time. I just sat there, and only one light did I get to four Mississippi before someone uh, beeped at me. It was three or less, the other two lights. Uh, how quick are you to hit that horn, to get on that horn when you're driving? And do you uh, do you think oh, – that's, that's a dumb question. We'll go on to that next question. And Or are you someone who – you don't even know if the horn on your car works. You're not even, you will just sit there. You'll just wait for things to happen. And, you know, okay, when my time goes, I will, I will, I will go. I will drive away. 803-0930, star 930. Some of the worst driving you've seen. And also getting pulled over. Your experiences with getting pulled over. You know, for me, I mean, there's a plethora of experiences of getting pulled pulled over. Unfortunately, again, I, I will admit, I, I, I was an idiot driver for about a decade. Um, and I really did not mature as a driver until I was 30, which I think probably goes in line with everything else in my life. Uh, I didn't grow up till I was 30. <laughs> um, but what about you? Now, Josh, you were telling me during the break, you just had a, uh, an experience with getting pulled over, some reckless driving in the city of Eden. No, I wouldn't call it or the reckless. town of Eden. It was not reckless, but I mean, I guess. Well, I, I, I was going a little too fast. Got a fifty-seven and a forty-five. Um, you know, I haven't. That was my first speeding ticket. First time being pulled over since sophomore year of college. All so right. that is almost four years ago now. So I don't know. I. I'm, I was mad at myself because, you know, you're just like, oh, like I, I was just trying to get home. It was late at night. I was coming from here. I was like, you know, I just want to go home and go to bed. Oh, I, I, and, I know the feeling. And I was mad at myself because I'm like, oh, now I'm getting home even later. And yeah, it it's not something I would ever do again. So you got the <laughs> ticket and now you have the court date. I do. And unfortunately, I will be out of town for that court date. So, you'll so have I to, have to mail it in. You yep. have to mail it in and ask for a new court date. Oh, I just... Don't I'm, take the guilty. I just mailed it in. Oh, come I, on. Did you not hear the commercial? I know, Don't I know. I hear it, it every day, but... Don't mail it in. You, you say not guilty, and you go, and you get it down to a, to a parking ticket. I know, but that's... I already did it, so ah, it's not too late. I, I, no you know, I, I didn't really think about that. I was just kind of like, you know what? I'll just mail it in, whatever. And I didn't think I could... I didn't think about changing the court date. But as soon as I saw the court date, I'm like, well, I'm out of town for that day, so I can't. 
do that. <laughs> so awful, Josh. We'll have a discussion off air. 803-0930. Star930 is the number to get on. Tell me about your driving habits, your experiences with road rage, how quick you are to, you know, honk the horn at someone. Or how annoyed do you get when someone's honking the horn and it has nothing to do with traffic? Again, something I have been very guilty of, honking the horn when there is no traffic. Just, you know, hey, there's a sign I like. Or, hey, that guy's got Virginia Tech on their car. Or, hey, there's a Bills fan. Uh, You know, (laughs) and honk the horn. And I'll do it, and I'll laugh, and then someone else will do it, and I'll get annoyed. I know. I, I I will admit that there are factions of my life especially the driving part, that I can be quite the hypocrite. I'm trying to work on it, guys. I am trying to work on it. Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We just checked in on traffic, and we're talking about your experiences with traffic, road rage, your use of the horn, getting pulled over, and, yes, your system when it comes to having a good time, having a few beverages, what do you do to make sure you get home safe and not urged to get behind the wheel? 803-0930, star 930. Joe is in Lockport. Joe, good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, when it comes to using the horn, too many people use the horn instead of reacting to what's going on. It'd be better place to hit your brakes or avoid the accident than it is to hit your horn. It seems a lot of times the horn, if you go that first, you've just lost all that time to hit your brakes. So you think the horn is, is it gets in the way of people's reaction time? I do. I do, because it's, it's usually the first reaction. I see that on everybody. They hit the horn. It's like, you should be on the brakes, not hitting the horn. I, I, can, see, I can see that point, Joe. I, I try to react and horn at the same time, but you, you might be right. I might be, I might be taking a, a second away from my reaction time, which uh, could be the difference. Yeah, and, and usually the reason for the horn is just to let the other guy know that you almost hit him, not necessarily, or he almost hit you. You know, it's there are times when you've got plenty of time to hit your horn to, to stop a situation, but it's rare. I, I think the horn is more of a distraction. What about at a light? What about at a light when someone's not moving? Will you use the horn then? Um, uh, it would have to. They'd have to be sitting there a long time. I'm not a big. Uh, impatient person i have no hurry to get nowhere so i don't really care but um it can get frustrating but i won't let them mess my day up other people that beep at me if i don't go it seems like their whole day gets messed up (laughs) joe i i i I gotta i gotta be more like you i gotta start being like joe you're right you're right hey joe i appreciate the call joe in lockport yeah i i mean i'm i'm the complete opposite i i will use the horn I, i wouldn't say it ruins my day but, you know, maybe, again, this goes back to something I said at the end of the 2 o'clock hour. Maybe if you just give yourself 10 extra minutes. You know, I mean, a lot of my issues, a lot of my issues with frustrating and lack of patience on the drive is because I give myself no time. You know, I say, oh, I'll be there at this time. And then, you know, I leave and I don't have enough time to make it in time. And I get mad at everything that happens. Anytime my car has to stop, I get mad. It's the light's fault. It's this driver's fault. No, it's your fault, Joe. And not Joe and Lockport. I'm talking about Joe Beamer. It's your fault. Leave 10 minutes early. Give yourself some time. So I, there, there, is, there is a point to what Joe and Lockport's saying, and I appreciate it. 
and, and in ways I wish I could be more like that on the road. And I guess that's what I'm trying to trying to get to while on the road is not be so impatient. 8030930 star930 is the number. We'll continue taking calls on this, obviously. But when we get back, I want to throw something else into the list of topics for today because I don't understand. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm as this person, as Robert Bly says, maybe it's because I don't know all 1,200 of these words to sound smart. Maybe I just don't get it. But when you're enacting the imminent domain process in 2022, why do we have to wait 90 days? This, we have phones. We have internet. You can find out what's going on halfway across the country in a second. Yet we need to give someone 90 days to give their plans before eminent domain can even go to the courts. This seems like a long, drawn-out process that doesn't need to be. And I also want to know, I also want to know, when a historic building starts to crumble, is there reason to continue, is there reason to save what's re- what remains? All that and much more will continue to take your calls on driving and reckless driving, road rage. When did you mature as a driver? Your, uh, your experiences with being pulled over. All that and much, much more. And yes, when we come back, we're doing this every segment. We will have another word from the 1,200 words you should know to sound smart by Robert Bly, a book I bought yesterday, trying to sound smarter trying to enhance my vocabulary with you, the great listeners of WBEN. It is a pleasure to be here with you on Wednesday, hump day, with what I believe to be the greatest audience in all of radio, the WBEN audience. We'll talk with you after this on WBEN.